0: You're listening to the Zabe Smart Mortgage Podcast, a podcast show that inspires and educates you about the lending process, what trends we're seeing, how to get the best rate, and so much more. Hosted by Fidel Dorado, team leader for the Fidel Dorado team at Zabe Mortgage Group. Fidel has helped hundreds of people with their mortgages, and now he wants to help you become mortgage smart.
1: Thank you for joining me today on the ZAPE Smart Mortgage Podcast. My name is Fidel Dorado, and today we're going to have Jeremy Goodson that's going to be joining us to talk about uh, mortgage insurance, PMI. Jeremy Goodson joins us from um, Ascent MI, a company that we've been working with for several years now, uh, one of our partners, MI partners. And uh, Jeremy has you know been there for us, given us a lot of great value. So uh, Jeremy, uh, welcome, welcome to today's uh, episode. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you, Fidel. I'm glad to be here.
1: So I know there's a lot of uh, information out there, a lot of misconception, a lot of uh, uh, misinformation about mortgage insurance, right? And everybody talks about, hey, you know, PMI, I don't want to pay. I want to save up and things like that. So um, what is PMI? Um, you know, that's one thing that we're going to talk about today. What is PMI? Why is it needed? You know, uh, can it, how can it help uh, a buyer purchase sooner maybe? So let's start off with that. What is PMI?
0: Well, um, it's basically insurance for the for the investor, for the owner of the loan. And um, when a borrower doesn't have twenty percent down, um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will require um, the lender to place mortgage insurance on that loan. And because they buy most of the loans in the country, um, you know. Um, Uh, It's, you know, it's required on most conventional or all conventional loans uh, above 80% loan-to-value. And what it is, is basically insurance for default. Um, If the borrower ends up defaulting on that loan, let's say it's a 95% loan-to-value loan, loan, and um, the the house goes into foreclosure, the owner of that loan, the lender or the servicer, um, or uh, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, whoever owns that loan, can actually file a claim And get a certain percentage of the loan amount back after they have that, um, um, you know, after they own that property after foreclosure. Got it.
1: So it doesn't really—it protects more. It's more for the lender, right? For protecting the lender, uh, the 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 servicing company, the investor versus, um, you know, the the buyer, the homeowner. Does it do any? Does it? Is there any benefits for for as far as protection for the homeowner? Well,
0: yeah. There's not protection for the homeowner, um, but it, there is a benefit to the homeowner because um, having mortgage insurance, they can put as little as 3% down on that per, on that purchase. So it allows them, having mortgage insurance, allows them to get a loan with only 3% down. So there's a huge benefit to the borrower. Um, but what, Private mortgage insurance is not is not like insurance in case the borrower loses the job, uh, their job, and they can they can file a claim and you know kind of get money to help pay their mortgage. It's not like that. What it is is for the lender just in case of default.
1: Got it. And and, and it's totally different than what it would be from your homeowners insurance and and uh, fire insurance, hazard insurance, anything like that. I know sometimes people think that. Um, you know, does it protect me from if the house were to burn down or doing it, but it's it's a totally different type of insurance that just strictly mainly protects the the lender uh, servicing company or the investor, uh, which allows when people don't give that 20% down, that's basically hands down just what it is.
0: That's exactly what it is. We're called a monoline insurance company. And that's the only type of insurance we do is private mortgage insurance.
1: Can can uh homeowners shop around for their own homeowners insur- uh, mortgage insurance or is it something that that us lenders uh, do that on their behalf?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, the short answer is no. Um, the um the lender will be choosing the mortgage insurance, and the it's a business business relationship that um you know the PMI company has with the with the lender. So the lender will be doing it, not the borrower.
1: Gotcha. And as far as costs and things like that, um, how much does it cost and uh, when is, because I know this is more, this is strictly for conventional loans. This is not an FHA product. It's conventional loan products. Um, So Mm -hmm. what is the cost and what is the breakdown? What are the tiers of uh, when it's a good time to, uh, let's say, for example, if I'm trying to decide between an FHA loan or a conventional loan, what is that? in a fine line, okay, well, you know what, I, I'd rather go with a conventional for these reasons versus
0: going FHA. Sure, well, it's a really good question. That's something I talk about a lot. Um, you know, as you know, FHA is just another type of um, product that you can use to get a loan with low down payment. And it's kind of a competitor to private mortgage insurance and, you know, it's uh, operated by HUD. Um, there's what affects the pricing is going to be a a few different factors or a lot of different factors actually but most importantly are going to be the loan to value so the the less down payment probably the more expensive it's going to be um and fico score of course so the lower the the credit score um it it can get it can get expensive the higher the credit score it can get um you know very affordable in in a lot of cases and choosing fha over private mortgage insurance, it's really going to boil down to the credit score. Um, If some borrowers have lower credit scores, um, FHA might be a better fit for them than, um, you know, private mortgage insurance. Uh, But conversely, those with, you know, kind of, uh, you know, better scores on the spectrum um, will be more uh, apt to go with private mortgage insurance because the pricing will be more attractive.
1: What do you think that cutoff point is at between uh, as far as credit score, 680 or above, 700 or above? Where do you think that that threshold is?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's close to, I would say, um, of course, every loan is different. And we um, use risk-based pricing and we look at like like 400 different factors within the loan, um, FICO being one of them, credit score being one of them. But, yeah, I start to see um, FHA looking a little more attractive in terms of pricing once you start getting below 680.
1: Got it. That's what i come to find too, as far as um, when I'm trying to compare and and look at different options and present the different strategies to our, to our clients is um, usually, you know, that you have that, that between 680, 700, because it's not just meeting the requirements, right. As far as um, getting the pricing and and, and being within the debt to income ratios and all that, but you also have to have automated approval. So um, when you run the file through BU uh, with Fannie Mae or with LP through Freddie Mac, it has to read the overall credit profile of the of the buyer and uh, it may not uh, allow for it it may not approve the loan even if you have the credit score that's a 680 660 you're you're above the 620 minimum requirement but it takes into account all the different factors right so um, there is a point where you know an fha loan will hands down be um, a better uh, loan strategy or option for uh, a potential buyer if their credit score is maybe 680 700 uh, or below right
0: yeah, for sure. And, and vice versa.
1: As far as uh, with, with mortgage insurance and and, and uh, I know a lot of people, well, they they get it confused as far as um, um, when they're talking about, um, you know, hey, well, uh, my, my my realtor, right? My realtor says that it's the best way to go. Uh, the, the sellers will not accept an FHA loan. Um, we have to go conventional and trying to explain that, hey, look, you know, in your situation, it's hmm. because your credit score is at 680, 660 or below, it may not benefit you for these reasons, and and try to explain as far as that kind of stuff. So, did, what, what what's your opinion with that? As far as when 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 they have, um, and this is more I guess a, a realtor type of thing or a scenario. But I just want to get a get your point of view of that when they're getting uh, advice from the realtors about hey, you may want to go with a with a conventional versus an FHA.
0: Yeah, I've heard that and it's kind of a shame. And like you said, there's going to be borrowers that, you know, can't do conventional financing or, and kind of have to do um, FHA financing. And, you know, and with realtors saying that it kind of, you know, makes it harder for them to buy certain houses. Um, but like you said, I mean, sometimes it just doesn't work, right? It's too expensive or um, they simply can't get an automated approval. So they have to go um, with FHA. And yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's sort of a shame that, um, you know, that's being out there in the marketplace. Yeah, people are saying that in the marketplace.
1: Yeah it's just you know a little more difficult again it just comes down to really advising them, and showing them. Um, one of the things that we like to do here is, is um, you know really show them um, here on our screen you can see my little computer screen back over here uh, on my TV screen I'm sorry and, and show them the difference between an FHA and conventional and uh, yeah you alluded to it earlier there's like 400 different things that are looked at right to determine an interest rate or mm-hmm. determine the cost for the mortgage insurance. Um, and that's really what right. it's called what, loan level price adjustments. Right. And and all the factors that take into a place, FICO score, down payment, um, are, there, are there multiple borrowers, impounded account, um, mm-hmm. single family residence, multi-unit property. I mean, all those factors take into uh, account when you're trying to calculate the cost or the interest rate. So um, basically what I want to you know explain to all our clients out there is that, hey, you know, um, there is the right time when going conventional and there is the right time when going FHA. It just depends on your overall credit mm-hmm. profile um, and the strategy of what we're gonna try to work with and things like that. So um, ideally, yes, I mean, if we're looking at conventional, you know, I I, try, I run the numbers and I, I found that maybe like about 700, 720 plus is where you're gonna have that, that big difference where it's gonna maybe benefit them more than going with an FHA loan. Uh, it's more attractive that way, I think, especially in the long run. And one of the benefits is the the that the mortgage insurance eventually does fall off as compared to an FHA, which is for the life of the loan, right? So that's one of the benefits that we have there.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, it, it will be able to come off, and I know we're going to get to it, but I do want to point out that on um, our website, um, our rate finder is where you can... Just- you as a lender can go in and look at rates um, for your the different premium plans. And I know we'll talk about premium plans too, but one of the cool things about it is there is um, an opportunity to compare private mortgage insurance to FHA, right in our rate finder um, quote system. So it's it's a great visual for your borrowers. We you can really highlight some of the benefits of conventional financing with private mortgage insurance, um, or in some cases the benefits of FHA, right? Cause it yeah. you know, may be more attractive in terms of cost. So it's a great tool and I, and I know you use it. So we appreciate that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I had one example today with the client that I met with where um, we were going we over the difference between an FHA and conventional loan and They were thinking that the mortgage insurance was going to be, you know, that it's expensive, that they were, um, that they wanted to save up, you know, 15, 20% down or whatever it is before, because they wanted to eliminate or pay as little PMI as possible. And when I compared the numbers um, with an FHA, and showed them what it was going to be regardless, um, because that's a flat number, right? Regardless of your credit score, it's going to set rate, uh, set premium that you're paying for uh, per month versus conventional. Her credit score was, I believe, like a 798, I believe is what it was. And when I showed her how much it was going to be for putting in 5% down, I think the the, the mortgage insurance was like $34 or $40 per month. So she was like, right. wow, you know, I, I, it's, that, it's, that, it's that low. And I'm like, yeah, it's really not that expensive because of your credit profile. So she was really shocked with that. And she was like, well, I've been trying to save and waiting this whole time. Well, in the meantime, the rates have been going up. Um, you know, I could have. You mean I could have purchased, you know, several months back or early part of last year and just come up with three percent down or five percent down, and I have to wait for the five, yeah. for the ten or the fifteen or twenty just to get rid of the PMI. So yeah, you're correct. You could have purchased last yeah. year.
0: Yeah, we actually have a tool on, on our website where the Rate Finder is. We have a tool called Essence IQ, and in a nutshell, it's basically um, like the opportunity cost of buying a house now. Um, with private mortgage insurance as opposed to saving 20% down. And you kind of put all this data in, like your savings rate, how much you can save a month, um, how much your rent is, you know, what the loan amount's going to be. And it'll basically say, well, you could buy now with 5% down and be accumulating this much equity um, in your house by paying down principal and um, appreciation in the market. Um, but if you save the money that you're you know, putting away and you enter that data in, it would take you X amount of years to save for 20%. And it's always some, you know, Awful, horrible number, like 17 years, um, and it's a great tool to help borrowers understand understand the opportunity they have right now with private mortgage insurance and not waiting to save 20% down. So it's a great tool, Essence IQ. So That's
1: exactly what it is. It's it, it, it's a great tool. It's a great tool to get you into your house sooner rather than later, and not be subject to what we're experiencing right now. If you decided to wait, maybe you know uh, a year a year ago, maybe six months ago, and you decided to wait because you're saving, it, and now look at that. Uh, yeah you may have a good amount of money saved now but if the interest rates went from a 3.25 3% three and a half to now maybe like in the in the low to mid fives you know what savings are you really having so I mean yeah I mean PMI mortgage insurance it is it is a great tool you just have to understand why it is it's why it's required and how it's going to really benefit you. And it just comes down to education, mm-hmm. right? Advice, guidance. That's basically what it comes down to overall at the very end.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you're really good at that. Um, definitely. And you really inform your borrowers on the, you know, the pluses and the minuses and, you know, all the ins and outs of, ins and outs of their mortgage and, um, you know, of course, the mortgage insurance.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I think we got some good information as far as understanding why PMI is needed, what it is, why it's needed, and how it can benefit uh, potential buyers uh, purchase sooner rather than later. Um, so those are some of the smart tips that we give out here to make sure that we properly advise our clients that way. So, so Jeremy, thank you for that. Next topic that we're gonna be coming up here pretty soon is what are the four different uh, PMI options? Or I think there's maybe even more than that. I mean, you can tell me about that, all right? But the four most common PMI options out there as far as what we can do. So we'll be talking about that here, here next, okay?
0: This has been an episode of the Zabe Smart Mortgage Podcast. Whether you're a first time home buyer, purchasing your next home or refinancing, Being smart about your mortgage options will save you time and money. Zabe Mortgage Group connects you to the technology, resources, and education to make you mortgage smart. From pre-approval to applying to getting approved and managing your loan, visit ZabeMortgage.com.